Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. Here was my first cup of London fog. Hmm. I'm back in my own place. It's nice to have my own brew again. I did have some coffee while I was traveling, but uh, the other people's London fogs I find I don't like as much as my own house. How's them apples for you? Today is Tuesday, March 12th. We are working our way into spring. That's the uh, uneven spring. We had a lot of rain last night. We're supposed to get rain today. Then snow tonight and tomorrow. I'm looking like we're going to get a couple more inches. So great precipitation. Things are starting to green up. We noticed that on our return that things were noticeably greener. Our pollen count is likewise <laughs> extending up higher. Um, that's one thing about the living in the desert. Even a high altitude desert like this is once things click over uh, into pollen production, it does it in a massive bloom. So we'll go from zero pollen count one day to um, a nine out of 12 the next. Uh, you just have to, I'm trying to stay ahead of it this year by keeping away from the cheeses and dairy products and taking some herbs for it. So we'll see how I do. And of course, it was uh, daylight savings time this weekend, a barbarous practice. Because we were in Tucson, and Arizona does not participate in their infinite wisdom, uh, the daylight savings transition was a little bit more uh, invisible than usual. We did not spring forward on Sunday. Instead, uh, we experienced the time change as we drove home, so that the drive home seemed like it took an hour longer. Um, but I did notice this morning, it's as I record this, it's a quarter of nine instead of a quarter of eight. So I know I'll feel behind all day. I have to just sort of get over it. It's the same amount of time. It just has a different number on it. Uh, still, I, I hate this practice. I expect that one day people will look back and laugh that we did this. Probably there will be like one universal time and we'll all just do that. Globally and moon time and Mars time and what have you, right? It'll be interesting. So it was a good weekend. Um, driving was pretty uneventful. Very nice to see my mom. And my other family, my stepsister and brother-in-law, we had dinner with one night. It would have been nice to see them a little more. And got to see some old friends of the family who are in Tucson uh, being snowbirds right now. And they came and had brunch with us. And so that was fun. Uh, people that my mom has been friends with since her early 20s, or, and in one case, since high school.
and my aunt and uncle were there too. So that was good to see them hang out a bit. We had a couple of um, lovely interactions. We had brunch. We went out to dinner. My mom and I, on her birthday on Saturday, went out and did some shopping. That was fun. We had some good conversations, and she ended up buying me new clothes. I'm never quite sure how that's fair for her on her birthday to buy me new clothes. Um, but it's <laughs> really nice for me to have new clothes. I'm so excited. <laughs> she feels sorry for me in my genteel poverty. So, I think things are going to turn around soon. I think we'll uh, get through a time of, of difficulty here and uh, start making some inroads on the debt and bringing in more money one way or another. So, that will be helpful. I'm haven't really seen much um, money yet from the Chronicles of Desneria trilogy, the Prisoner of the Crown and Exile of the Season, Warrior of the World, because there's such a lag on those. Uh, with Prisoner coming out in mid-June, I did get a check at the end of, well, beginning of January, really, for the like the two weeks of June that it was on sale. So that was nice, but um not not as much as I was hoping it would be. And I think um probably that was only some sales because it takes a while for the third party retailers like Amazon to report to Kensington. So I'm not sure how much of those um those kinds of sales were reflected in that check. So I'm hoping that the check that comes in April will be substantially larger. And I didn't get an advance for that series. And so <clears throat> that means that all of that money will come in later. But um, I will be getting money from Amazon and the other retailers this month for um, Araya's Enchantment. Thank you all for supporting that. So, and tourist season is picking up here in Santa Fe. David's out driving now. So I think things are, are picking up. If you uh, are interested in Tarot, if you follow Tarot at all, some people do and some people don't. Uh, if you do, you'll understand this. And if you don't, don't worry about it. But I had some cards jump at me the other day. I'd had my deck out asking a, a few questions and then um, had the deck, the deck sitting there next to my chair. And I walked by the other day. This is before we went to Tucson. I walked by and the um, deck had gotten all spread out, um, probably due to a helpful cap. Uh, so I went over to neaten it. And I saw that the whole deck was spread out, but two cards were face up. And for those who know Tarot, that's um, what we call jumping, uh, or it's one version of jumping. It's sort of um, the universe sending you a sign. And the two cards were the 
Six of Swords and the Emperor. Uh, and the Six of Swords men, means the end of a long journey, overcoming strife, um, finally seeing uh, a relief from anxiety and the reward. And then the Emperor is uh, command and mastery, worldly accomplishment. So I'm taking that as a sign, as a sign that um, our our time of strife will be easing soon, and that we will be enjoying our worldly accomplishment. It's hard to complain too much because we have a pretty wonderful life as is. Um, sitting here in my chair, looking out over the valley, the mountains in the distance. There's fog rising up out of them from the rains last night. And soon we'll be able to start uh, getting the garden ready. I'll have to uh, plant sweet peas this weekend. My grandmother's secret formula for beautiful sweet peas is to soak them in buttermilk overnight. Sorry, I did have this on Do Not Disturb, and it keeps (laughs) re-disturbing. Let's see if I can yeah, put you back on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Well, it was my friend Kathy texting me. We're trying to get everybody together for dinner. And we'll say it looked like that was going to be a no. I We were supposed to get together tomorrow night for dinner. And they were going to drive up from Albuquerque to Santa Fe. And I'd messaged her last night saying we're supposed to get an inch of snow. And I don't want to sound like my mother, <laughs> which I do. Uh, but I said, I don't want you driving on the snowy and icy roads just to come up for dinner. It's just not worth it. If you have to, you know, you can do it. But why do it just for dinner? So we're. I was saying, could we do Thursday? And it looked like that was going to be a no. But I'll find out. Um, what was I saying? Oh, sweet peas. So what you do is you soak the sweet pea seeds in buttermilk overnight, and then you plant them on St. Patrick's Day. And so this is my whole plan. I will probably plant them. Well, we'll see. We'll see what kind of weather it's going to be on Friday. There is a a certain ritual magic to these things, right? Put a bit of the luck of the Irish into it. So I ended up, um, we ended up not going to Tucson until Friday. We stayed home on Thursday because David's back was hurting him and he didn't want to get in the car. And I was feeling disappointed. I always think of um, Kevin Klein in a fish called Wanda. Kevin Klein, right? Yeah. And a fish called Wanda. And he goes, disappointed! Uh, yes, I was disappointed. I was sad that we didn't get to go on Thursday. But um, it ended up working out because I wrote and I got my fastest 3,000 words on Orchid Throne on Thursday. So that was or Orchid Throne. I keep doing that, don't I? Uh, the Fiery Citadel. So that was really wonderful. That was really great. So I um, I got like 3,000 words in two and a half hours, and that's the best that book has done. So we'll see. Hopefully it's waiting for me to flow some more today. It's always nice when it feels like it kicks in. Although, as you all know, as I often talk about, it's um, 
you know, the days that flow beautifully in the end don't end up reading any different than the days where you spend six hours getting your 3,000 words. So anyway, I'm making good progress on that. I'm coming up on the Act 1 Climax. Uh, copy edits and line edits for Lonan's Reign are done. I'm going to send that off to the formatter today. It'll get uploaded and be ready for release a week from tomorrow. Thank you for supporting that one, too. The Sorcerer's Moons will be done. Oh, and then I I did get Orchid Throne uh, proofs in, though I haven't started on them yet. I thought I was going to get to work on them in the car, but I ended up doing a lot of the driving because of David's back. And yesterday, driving back, uh, he, he was really sleepy, so he slept a lot of the ride. That was fine. I listened to Amanda Palmer's new album. Uh, I think Amanda Palmer's amazing and brilliant. And so I had bought her new album, which is called There Will Be No Intermission. And amusingly enough, she does have an instrumental number in the middle of the album that is the intermission. <laughs> Uh, I think she's funny. It's a great album. It's um, all pretty low-key compared to some of her previous stuff. But there are... And a couple of the songs made me cry. She has one about Judy Bloom, And another one um, that's called A Voicemail for Jill. That's about leaving a voicemail for a friend who's going to have an abortion. And what a powerful song that is. I'm excited because in May, a couple months from now, when I go to the Nebula Conference in Los Angeles, I am meeting my friends uh, Kelly Robson and Alex Della Monica for the Amanda Palmer concert. It's on the Saturday before the conference starts. And I saw that and I said, let's get tickets and go. And amazingly enough, Kelly had never heard of Amanda Palmer. And so, but they were on board because they're just, I said, really, she will be right up your alley. So they're like, okay, let's do it. They're married to each other. I think maybe Alex had heard of Amanda Palmer. So a few days ago, Kelly was telling me that she was so excited about doing this. She said, I spent some time this weekend on YouTube listening to Amanda Palmer and oh my God, she's amazing. And I can't wait for this concert. So that's pretty cool. So I feel like Amanda should give me some kickbacks for uh, the new recruits and so forth. Uh, I've met Amanda Palmer once. I saw her on the street in Santa Fe in a non-prostitute sense, uh, especially because she was changing Ash's diaper. I knew she was in town for a concert, and I saw her on one of the little fountains changing Ash's diaper, and I went up and I said, are you Amanda? And she said yes, and we chatted for a while, and that was really fun. So, a uh, busy day today. Oh, I'm going to do an interview this afternoon. I had a reporter uh, contact me from New York Magazine doing an article about uh, paranormal and fantasy romance and something to do with Cheryl and Kenyon. So hopefully we won't get into the whole entirely crazy situation surrounding Cheryl and Kenyon, though no doubt that's what's newsworthy. She asked me if I could give her background on fantasy romance, which 
yes, this is in my wheelhouse. So I can't really speculate on what is or isn't going on with Sherilyn. But anyway, I'm going to do that phone interview this afternoon. It will be interesting to hear what she asks. My mom said that I should tell her that New York is New York Magazine is way too conservative. <laughs> so now you guys know I come by it honestly. So that'll be a, a good day. Busy day. All right. I will talk to you all. Yeah, I don't know if I'll do a blog post or a podcast tomorrow. We shall see. It'll be a mystery. Pretty exciting, huh? Hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday. Um, back in the saddle, back to work, refreshed, tanned, rested, and ready. And hope you all have a great one. Bye-bye.